Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? <laughs> Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Hey there, friends. Happy Wednesday. Sorry this one's coming at you a little bit later today, but we still got it in on hump day, so technically we're okay. Ah, It's just been, as I'm sure y'all know, a freaking stressful couple of weeks, and yesterday I just had one of them days, man, where everything seemed to be coming to a head. Everything was late. My kids spilled milk on my fiance's very expensive computer. You know, it was one of those days. All minuscule stuff, it seems, though, in the way of everything that's happening in this world. Until I got a message that literally led me to just having enough. I've been more PC lately on the Really Riley podcast than I really usually am. I call it Really Riley for a reason because oftentimes I'll say say things or do things Things come out of my mouth that have people being like, what, girl, did you just say that? Hence the name. That was the inspiration for it all. And sometimes that has people loving me. Sometimes that has people hating me. And I've been very cognizant of the position that I hold in life, or at least the responsibility I feel like it carries as a semi-public figure on a radio show, as a podcast host, as a mom, you know, influencer, ambassador, all of the things, right? With everything being so touchy in the world, in America, in life right now, and by touchy I mean saying the wrong things can really have an incredible ripple effect to your life, to your friendships, to your family, to me, fans and listeners, followers, whatever. But in the position that I'm in, I still want to have a voice for things I believe in, whether or not that agrees with what everyone is saying I should or shouldn't do. So let me just get down to the nitty gritty. Y'all know if you listen to your morning show on the radio station or if you listen to this podcast that I am engaged to a police officer whom I happen to think is one of the most amazing people in this universe. Not just because he's mine and because, you know, he is my family now, but just because of who he is to the core. And many pieces of his personality Many of the things that make him tick as a human being have been developed through his life as a police officer. The idea that he is one to protect. The idea that he always, always, always wants to be honest no matter how hard it hurts. The way that he always wants to fall into strict lines of things and protocol and what's the next thing that I have to do? What's the next mission, if you will? Things that I love about him have been developed through his years as a police officer, nine of them to be exact. So he's 32 years old. So a lot of his formative years, if you will, as a man, not a child, not a teenager, but a man so far have been, sent, have been, have been spent with a badge on. And I am proud of that. 
given everything that is happening right now, a lot of people seem to take umbrance with that. And here's my thing. I understand that. I'd be an idiot not to. I want to try and be a person that listens to both sides of the story. And that's what I've been trying to do since the tragic death of George Floyd. And let me just say this again. I, I don't agree with it. Change needs to happen. Absolutely. There are bad cops and there are good cops and there's so much in this world that is broken and needs to change. Let me just say that racism is a very real thing and it's not tolerated in my household. It's never been a part of me and never will be. But for some people on Instagram specifically, that's not enough. So what led me to this little break of having enough is I got a DM on Instagram from somebody that doesn't, I didn't think they followed me, but it was the first time that they had ever contacted me in any way, shape, or form. And this girl contacted me to say that she was unfollowing me, which is, you know, it sucks because I don't like take my position lightly. Like if somebody follows me in my story, I feel like, okay, I have a certain responsibility to be respectful and be inspirational and be true to who I am and what I want to represent. And she basically accused me of supporting my fiance as a police officer more than I support my son and his blackness. He's half black, half Puerto Rican. And she basically told me that one day when Lyric asks me if I was on his side or what side I chose, will I have the ovaries to tell him that the side I chose was not his? Now, if you know me, talk to me, see me for 3.2 seconds in this life, you gonna know that there's one thing you do not touch in this life. And this woman pulsed on it. And I wasn't mean. I wasn't rude with her because I'm trying to learn in life that you can't really necessarily fight fire with fire in certain circumstances because you're just going to burn the house down. So to me, I basically told her, look, I unwelcome the follow or unfollow if that's how you feel. Because my support for my fiance and my support for my son that is half black is not going to change in the way that I do it because of you forcing your ideas or your insults on me. No, ma'am. As respectful as I've tried to be, I have even pulled back a little bit in supporting my fiance in a sense and not really said a whole lot because I want everyone to be able to voice their opinions to me, to feel like, you know, I always say at the end of the podcast, DMs are always open. I love it when you guys talk to me. I still want that because to me, one of the purposes that I do radio is for the human connection and feeling like we, although we might be strangers because you've never met me in person, can still connect through the radio waves. It's my favorite part of this industry. But I've had it up to my eyeballs with the keyboard warriors telling me I shouldn't support my fiance as a police officer. You know, when I first met him, when we had our first date, I didn't know he was a police officer. Like we connected over a gym video and we had chatted and somehow that escaped the conversation in all the hours that we talked before we met. And he told me that he was a cop and I was like, oh God, I don't know if I want to date a cop. And I don't really know why I had that reaction. I don't know what dread me, like, led me to be like, oh, no. And I joked to them, like, oh, God, you're a copper. And just we, we joked about it. 
but I didn't realize what a, not a job, but what a feat it is to be an LEOW, a law enforcement officer's wife, like, or girlfriend. Because when I first started dating him, I had a lot of people reaching out like, hey, if you ever need anything, if you ever need to talk or vent or, you know, need encouragement, please reach out. And I so appreciate the fellow LEOWs and Blue family that have done that for me. Because at first I didn't understand. I'm like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? This What? Okay, he's a police officer. That's his profession. It doesn't affect me. Oh, yes, it does. Because the fear, especially now, of him walking out the door every single day and something happened to him because of the badge that he wears. Now, before you guys jump at me and throw in that I will, you know, I, oh, pity you, you know, you're scared for your, your future husband, but we're scared because of the color of our skin. And I, I, I don't, I don't know how to say this. Absolutely. I will never know that struggle. Never. And I respect that. I am so, so careful because I don't know that struggle. I can't pretend to. But all I can deduce from my own experiences. You see, I get tripped up for my words because what do you say to that? But does that therein mean that I'm not allowed to support my fiance and all of the police officers, brothers and sisters in blue that I have met, love, and support? The good cops that I know personally that affect my family at its core. And that doesn't mean that I don't have fear in my heart as well for my son someday that this could be a situation where this would be him. Of course not. But right now or yesterday after that text, I'd hit a breaking point that I completely support change and I completely think that racism in every way, shape, or form needs to be erased. But I am no longer going to not support my fiancé or not be vocal about supporting my fiancé as a police officer. You know, I posted something on Instagram yesterday that I hadn't yet because I didn't want it to be this big screaming banner of, you know, Marshall supports people of color. Look at this. Cause I just don't love that. But I found this video of him when he was an SRO last year at a school, school resources officer. And he worked with this one kid, Nick, black kid, not that it should matter, but I guess it's pertinent for the conversation and didn't matter to him. They were working out. He would go in the gym with him every day. He would train him. He would give him fitness tips. He would give him advice. And I met this kid. He was working as a security officer after he graduated from the school Marshall was working at. Sweetest kid ever. And you could tell how much he idolized Marshall and how appreciative he was of the time that he gave him, not necessarily as just a police officer, but also just as a person that was connecting on a level of fitness that was his passion that he wanted to impart on someone else. Hence why I love this man so much, because he wasn't doing that as a badge. He wasn't doing it to show, hey, this is, this is me. Look what I did. Look what I did. This, it was no, nothing other than the good, kind-hearted, per, colorblind person that he is. As a police officer, too. You know, I don't 
really know a whole lot of politics and I try really hard not to get into the here's and there's of what this means for this term or what that is because I would sound like an idiot because I don't know enough about it to speak with authority. But I do know of my fiancé, my good cop, and the many, many, many that we consider our close-knit blue family. I know at least they would lay down their lives for anyone in a heartbeat, even now. Doesn't matter their color, doesn't matter their, you know, sexual background or, you know, sexual orientation, excuse me. It doesn't matter. And that's, isn't it fair for me to deduce from my own experiences and also still learn, still understand, still hear other sides, but also support what ultimately affects my family at its core? A lot of people, when I posted this yesterday, I'll read it to you what I posted on my story. It was a photo of Marshall and this kid, Nick. I said, y'all, this is Marshall. He stepped up to take care of a child that wasn't his. That child is half black. Not that it should freaking matter. He's a police officer and has more times than I can count on my fingers and toes, thrown his life into danger for strangers. And even now, he would do it. No matter your color, in a heartbeat. He lives and breathes the blue in his veins. And no, he can't just take the badge off like some have told me. I'm done being silent and letting people tell me I'm wrong for supporting him and everything his brothers and sisters in blue represent. If your child is drowning, the badge will come save them. Getting robbed? A badge like his will come save you. Emergency? Call 911? Y'all gonna call the Ghostbusters? I said what I said and I've listened to others and respected and even agreed with their views. All I ask is that you listen and respect mine. I was expecting to get a shitstorm of mean DMs over this, but much to my amazement and happiness, I got a lot of supportive ones, even from people that disagreed really with what I was saying, but opened the conversation to show me their views and why they feel the way they feel. And I appreciate, accept, and encourage that. It was almost like it pulled me out of a little bit of a funk to hear the other sides of the story in a constructive way where nobody is screaming, nobody is telling you you're a bad person or a bad mother or a bad radio personality or this, that, and the third because of what you feel. It was more of a, hey, can you look at it this way maybe? Can you maybe see, understand, or empathize with how I'm feeling on this subject and maybe get why I feel that way? Absolutely, 100%. Like I said, when I say that I've listened to other people's views and things like that and even changed my opinion on on many things that I was thinking originally, many things that I was misinformed about, many things that I maybe was talking out of my ass, I'm okay with that. But what I'm not okay with is when I say that I'm going to support my future husband, God willing, the father of my future children, and people want to down me for that. (laughs) And tell me I'm a terrible mother to my son that I'm not being enough for him in that sense. I don't know if you're listening right now and you're a mother or a father or a parent. You're probably a son or a daughter. Can you imagine how hurtful that is to hear? And I don't feel like it's true. I'm respectful, but I'm not silent. And I feel like I 
have the right, whether I'm a personality and a, and a public figure or not, to respectfully voice what I have to say while still listening to other sides of the spectrum. You know, what's it like to live with a police officer in this day and age? One that is the other half of your heart, the first half of your heart being your son who's African-American and Puerto Rican? It's scary. It's hard. And it's, it gives you a feeling of insecurity for what was secure before. And I'm new at this, man. We've only been together for like two years, so I'm sure there's some retired police officer's <laughs> wife being, girl, it's the only the beginning. I'm sure it is. It's worth it, though. Not only to watch what Marshall does for my son, for what he does for me, what he does for all the people around him and the way he carries himself aside from being jaded and the things that have hurt him in his police career. Picking up brain matter on the very first day of the job, getting beat to a bloody pulp and being damn near in a coma and having a concussion and being out of work and in bed for three months by a suspect. Yeah, it's hard to hear that stuff and then it's hard to hear people hating on the good ones. Yes. Change needs to happen. Change needs to happen. Change needs to happen. However, I still support my brothers and sisters in blue, especially my fiance. And I'll leave it at that and get off my soapbox, y'all. And hopefully I didn't lose you as a listener because, you guys, I really do care. It really does hurt me when somebody sees me a certain way or feels and believes that I am not a person that is open to listening and completely without a doubt wanting, ready, advocating for change. (sighs) And there you have it, y'all. I hope you guys are staying safe. I hope you and yours are happy and healthy. I really do. I hope you come back and listen on Friday when we do the Fave Fives for Father's Day. And as always, you guys, the DMs are always open even now. I mean, like I said before, even if you dis if you disagree with what I'm saying, I want to hear it. I want to talk. I want to have the conversation. Just please be respectful and don't come for my kid or my fiance. That's all. <laughs> you guys love you so much. Please hit me up. It's at Riley Couture on social. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, Snapchat is at Radio Recon and TikTok is Riley Couture 7. Y'all have a great day. I will talk to you on Friday. It's really Riley.